uh, let's start off by uh, we'll introduce the our guests today, uh, John Grata and Leo Howard. Uh, right, everybody's names are right. I I and I only say that because I went back and listened to a recording that like we did very early on, and I completely had the wrong Annie in my head, <laughs> and I was just like, that's not even the right person. All right, cool, <laughs> fuck me then. Um, Annie's on the podcast, and she's yeah, and she's like now our our third host usually. <laughs> Well, she is out of town, or else she would also be here. Um, but yeah, so I, today we're going to be uh, just kind of talking about uh, kind of how we all met each other uh, and kind of talking, hearkening back to a little bit of the APO days, um, the a fraternity that we were all a part of at our time in Duluth. Um, and I guess, Sean, if you want to start talking about it first, you were as you were the first of us to join. Yeah. Old man. <laughs> I only applied to one college. I got accepted by the one college, so, you know, I'm batting one for one. Wait, no, after that, I went to a different college that I applied to, and they let me in, so I'm two for two. <laughs> or three for three, because Duluth let me back. So <laughs> I don't know. Three for three sounds better than one for one. That's true. Mm-hmm. Still batting a thousand. <laughs> uh, yeah, but <coughs> why did I go to Duluth? Because it's close to my cabin, and I used to have family that lived up there, but... <coughs> They don't live up there anymore, and I am on my <coughs> cord. Yep. But yeah, it took me a f- <coughs> few years, kind of like you and Grata, to join the frat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a couple of years after it took school. took me three years, two years. I don't know, one of the two. That was 14 years ago. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Leo jumped. Deal just jumped in right away. Yeah, I got well. The yeah, him and Chris. Yeah, that's that's something that <coughs> happened with me actually. Um, I actually went up to visit UMD with Chris. We were good friends in high school. Uh, played football together and everything. And he actually one day was like, "Yo, let's go up to UMD and visit." And I'm like, "All right, hell yeah!" So we go up there and I fell in love. It was amazing. We had a bunch of the other school visits that happened. Um, I went to River Falls, and no disrespect to there, but I don't know if it was that day or what happened. <laughs> but it was rainy. It seemed like everyone I saw's nose was running. People didn't wave or say hi to each other. It was not the move. So <coughs> ended up going to UMD. The very first like few couple first very very first few days in, Chris just hits me up and he's like, "Yo, man, there's a party." You got to come. It's going to be amazing. And being a freshman, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to go. And so he brings me to College Street. And it wasn't a party. Everyone's sitting around Came and talking house? about, talking about uh, fellowship, brotherhood, and everything like that, and mentioning pins. And like, then I heard the word fraternity. And I looked at Chris, <laughs> and I was like, you brought me to a fucking fraternity house, bro. Like, what? And he's like, chill, chill, chill. Relax. Like, <laughs> just wait. And so I ended up waiting, and, you know, the party was crazy that night, but what really got me was the service event the next day. That was the one thing that I was like, this is not what I thought about when I heard the term fraternity. Um, And just going, and it was at at Afton Row, I believe, was the first one that I was a part of, um, volunteering at the nursing home, and it was really dope. I met the one black lady in the nursing home, so that, like, resonated with me being one of the few black people at UMD. And just doing things like that really um, was a big part of the reason why I stuck around. What really made APO like really special for me. 
I think that resonates. Yeah, that was kind of the, one of the things, too, that resonated with a lot of people that I, even today when I'm like, oh, yeah, I was in a fraternity, the part that I always lead off with is it was a service fraternity. It was we, right. we, we helped out the community and things like that. Just so I, just, uh, it doesn't sound as shitty as like, oh, yeah, I was part of Teak. No offense, Teak. But... Uh, yes, some, some offense. <laughs> Offen- offense to teeth. Uh, <laughs> you know what? No smoke. You guys suck. <laughs> I don't think anybody anybody thinks service fraternity. And then when I break down and I'm like, actually, we're not technic. We're a fraternity, but not technically in the classic sense because we're co-ed. And people are like, wait, what? Yeah. You guys are oh, co-ed yeah. nationally. Like, yeah, it's a little weird. It's not like what yeah, you think it it'd was, be. It was skewed the other way. It was skewed to sorority numbers. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Sixty percent women. That was crazy, just how big the sororities were. I just remember how big the five six were, like just how many bodies were in that organization. So many. (laughs) Yeah, well, that and I think yeah, both Phi and Gamma Sig were both such such large presences. They had names, Leo. They weren't just bodies, okay? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get canceled before this is over. <laughs> it's all right. We can, we can bleed out your last name at the beginning. Yeah, we yeah we can always just be like, and uh, we'll, just, we'll, like, we'll just turn you like chip down to like chipmunks peaking. <laughs> just do a, we got a Heo Lauer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just turn you into the uh, grown-ups from Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Yeah, well, killed that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leo being all sexist and stuff. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, so yeah, so how? I guess I was really I. I think I joined my sophomore year. What year did you guys join? Yeah, I know, Sean. You said you joined junior year. Uh, or third year, I guess. Or it might have been spring year. of my sophomore year. But right after I joined, I left. Oh, right, right. So that kind of screwed it up because, like, my active status went away and it never came back <laughs> all the rest of the time <coughs> I was there. So I was an alumni the rest of the time I was there, <laughs> technically, even though I was holding, like, presidential positions and stuff. <laughs> so. I joined my freshman year. Freshman year, fall semester. Like Gladys said, like, just jumped right in. Um. Oh, that's right. Cause yeah, you and I were in the same same class. Yeah, I think we because oh, that would have been the spring. Which one was that? Then. Was it was it the spring? Then? It might have been the spring because I think I had I I remember oh, yeah. in my group I ha- it was math. No, Lee, we did the fall. Yeah, we definitely pledged in the fall of 2000. And you were with Matt and Brando and Nick. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Dave. Yeah, Dave. And that was the uh, yeah that was only that was the only the five of us. That yeah. would have been my freshman year, right? I'm just trying to think what it's 2010 is what is yeah, the fall. Yeah, you guys were 2010. Yeah, so freshman year for me. Yeah. Okay. I just well. remember I remember like thinking, you know, all whoever's pledging or whatever, they're probably going to be younger, but I might have like a mix or a skew. And I think Leo is the first person that I met from my pledge class. And I remember we were walking back in uh, like the tunnel to go to LS uh, Lake Superior Hall. Oh, and yeah. Greg's and stuff and I was like okay well this dude's pretty cool so like I hope the rest of them are and I was really shocked that he was a freshman too because at the time like I was a junior oh right so right. I was like I kinda those oh man I am I running some <laughs> something you take for granted walking down every day <laughs> yes 
I the, one of the things I took for granted was our solarium. We used to, me and Spech lived together for a little bit, and there's a sunroom, and that was kind of like oh, the yeah. central area where everybody met. Like even if you didn't live there, like if you were sleeping there, you were hanging out. It was like you hear one person kind of walking around upstairs or downstairs, and eventually everyone met in that room and just discussed everything that happened the day before, the night before. Just <laughs> about the night coming up. That was that's one of the things that I. I did not take advantage of enough. Yeah, that place was a sauna in the summer, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> was that the place you guys, it was, uh, did Wade live with you guys? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I went there once. <laughs> the I whistle. think I went there once. I wouldn't doubt if you partied there, because before these guys even moved in, I walked into the house right away, and I was like, that solarium, I recognized that right away. I was like, yeah. dude, I've partied in this house before. This is awesome. You guys got this. Yeah. I, yeah, I had to have been there, because, well, in the last time I remember going there, I, we we showed up and I think everybody was going to a different party and then Wade was really drunk and he's like, dude, next door they're having a Halo party and I'm like, what do you mean like a Halo party? He's like, they're having a Halo Land party. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're not, we're not going to this other party. Fuck that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and me and this other guy just carried his drunk ass the whole time. Me and this other guy were kicking ass, killing everybody. They're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Wade? Well, Wade was so ha- like he was just hammered. Like he had a controller in his hand, but this was him. <laughs> <laughs> so me and this other guy are like, out. we'll just cover his, we'll just cover him, yeah. and then we'll just, we'll just win. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't, I, I just remember so much of of uh, my freshman year dorm floor had been a part of the fraternity, so that's kind of they were the ones that kind of introduced me to it. So that was. Rick and Eggers and Sean uh, uh, Flink and uh, Ryan and a few of the other guys. So that was, yeah. So they would always be like, oh, yeah, we're going out to do this thing. And I'm just like, oh, man, that sounds uh, like. So I went a couple times and I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of fun. But at the time I was thinking I was actually under the impression or I was looking at schools to go to film school and things like that. So I was like, I don't know if I'm even going to be here again. So I didn't, I didn't pledge that spring with a lot of them where I was like, I, it's not going to be worth my time if I'm leaving. Uh, and then I ended up, st- I actually, part of the reason I stayed was because of that like fraternity. Cause I was yeah. like, Oh, this was actually, there's a lot of good people. It's a lot of fun. And then I, yeah. And then like towards the end, I was like, I'd never showed up to shit. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I think, I didn't notice, and I think a lot of people don't know um, how many very intelligent people were a part of the fraternity. That's something that I didn't think, didn't expect. Um, and then knowing myself, like never wanting to dumb myself down, but like knowing I've always wanted to have fun and knowing that like there's a balance. I think that was one of the coolest things that I could have seen, seeing people like Steve Kosky, like Levi, like Dylan, like some of the smartest people that I have met, but like are also some of like the nicest people yeah I've met like Steve I remember one time got mad at me because I like took the bus to the grocery store and I remember like I talked to him on the phone and he's like dude what are you doing and I was like I just had to go to the grocery store and he's like man there's too many people here that like can help you with that type of stuff for you to be doing that and that was one of the things when I was like you know the combination of like people's hearts and then at the same time like how smart they are because like I don't want to associate myself with a bunch of people who just like the only thing that they want to do is party and just, you know, just get stuck doing that stuff. And and it translates. Yeah. You, know, you graduate and 
you lose some of those connections, but you keep some of them. But at the end of the day, like the behaviors, the attitudes, how you carry yourself, I definitely think that that stuff translated to transitioning after college. And I don't think a lot of people know that, about, especially about people in fraternities. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. And and I mean, and yes, I think I think you you'd find those people along the way that you were just like, oh man, yeah, you're here, you're you know, we're we're having fun, but you're like, okay, you need to kind of get you like get your shit together. Right. right. <laughs> Cause yeah, there was. I mean, I for for myself personally, I was like, oh yeah, there's definitely there were definitely times where I'm like, I am not balancing this correctly, um, especially when Wednesday nights were the night that we were probably going the hardest, and then uh, trying to get to an 8 a.m. math class right. was horrible. I just remember Brittany, Brittany and I had that class together, and I don't think either of us ever had a, a great day in that class. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting to kind of kind of reflect back on on that a little bit and and uh, yeah, I honestly the sun, I don't I I don't feel I stay as connected as much uh, with some of the groups that I did back then. Like uh, I haven't se- I haven't seen Steve in a very long time, um, but yeah, but I think th- there was so much of a w- at least well in it it did feel like you had people who could like help you at any kind of facet. And yes, there were uh, like uh, Kapsner is another great example of somebody. I'm just like, he would, if you saw him in just that party mode, you're just like, well, how are you, how do you function? And then right. like, and then, then he's back to the books. J- uh, Jabs was another one like that too, where they were just, they yeah, worked that. hard and they played hard. That's right. exactly the attitude that they had. Um, and that still translates to, I guess today for them. But, I haven't also seen yeah. Kapsner in a long 100%. time. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Dude, a lot of that stuff, though, I'm fine is I run into people that I haven't seen for, like, months. And I think the experiences that we all went through in the fraternity were so unique and, like, memorable that even when I run into people that I haven't seen for a while, it's exa- it's almost like it, I, I haven't not seen them for a while. Like you pick, up, you pick yeah. up like super quick where you left off. Yeah. Like I've, I don't think I've seen Leo probably, man, not since last fall, probably I, at Jock's place. But it's yeah. like, all right, yeah, I'm just yeah, chilling I, with Leo again. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen Leo probably since before I left or like right. right when I left. So that would have been 2011 ish. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a while and yeah. yeah, but it does, it does feel like it kind of just picks right back up. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> it's like the common bond that everybody shares. It's like the unifying purpose that we all yeah. kind of you know pledge to. And that's, that's why I like really think the, you know, the outside world needs right now is like a more of a sense of like community and like a unifying you know. I think so, and I, well, and I think I think you know, uh, with things recently, you know, I, what really I I follow a few different. Even though I live in the suburbs, I follow a lot of like Minneapolis groups and things like that. And I was like, there actually, there's a lot of really good community work happening right now, yeah. dude. It's for really sure, really cool to see everybody came together, kind of a thing. Like, um, so yeah, I, so I feel like there's there's hope for that. There's still hope for that, but oh, I think 100%, you, uh, dude. but I but I agree. I think coming from being a part of something like like for like the fraternity and uh the uh, I, don't, I hate using the word brotherhood because but i mean it, that was like a big keyword for it yeah. um but that that really did kind of reflect in a way of you know kind of making sure that you, you yeah you were all felt like a part of this one thing and i i'm, tr- I'm trying to like segue into uh some of the like 
those initiation type things. I think I know a lot of fraternities out there that is such like a like the thing that people like shy away from. And I and looking back, I was like, when when you're in that kind of thing, the we were it was pretty light. I feel like right. for for us, we didn't we weren't crazy. No. Um, and we didn't do anything dangerous or over the edge or anything like that. It was pretty. It was pretty mellow. I think the only thing is like the there's there's one thing I can think of where it was like that. It was tough on everybody uh, when you know you have a bunch of people chanting or screaming at you kind of. Oh, thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna go too far into it because it's just like yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like talk about it too much. But but even that. Yeah, even it was that, pretty. Like, I mean, I think that for the most part, like I know, I remember myself like just in a way where like I wasn't challenging anyone who was like a president or anything like that, but setting ground rules, just letting, you know, letting it be known that there's like a certain extent to things like where I would joke with you and play with you, but there's a line where, right. you know, I'm a grown man, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that me doing that early, but then also having that relationship with a lot of people in the fraternity, like, and then just seeing that that's not something that we were about about like embarrassing people or right. like trying to do all that weird stuff to get inclusion like it, you know the point is to like make people want to join right not all these extra things that you see on tv and stuff like that so yeah that's that's a yeah that's a great point too is it yeah that was i, I think another reason why that group was so so welcoming in a lot of ways is because everybody felt like they weren't tr you weren't trying to like you weren't didn't have to try to get along with people. You just got along with them. That's right. why you were there. Right. Um, and and yeah, there was there was, I think there was competing ideals and things like that. But but in always in a healthy way for the most part. I I wasn't there for uh, when Flink was president. But like I know that was kind of I remember that being a little divisive a little bit because I, I think of just a, like but that's from like a political agenda type situation. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody was pretty. I think from the sound of it, it was. It was fine. It was right. it was good and um Yeah. I think it went pretty well. In the end of the day. I mean, just like even you can just tell by going to our banquets. Mm -hmm. Oh like, yeah. Like everybody there is they're all having a good time. Everybody's everybody's hanging out with everybody. There's no like cliques or groups or anything like that for the most part. It's Yeah. Just, were you, were you guys at the fiftieth? Like the, the one where they, they we really had a lot of the alumni come. No. It was at like the hotel or something like that. Uh, yeah. I, I remember going and I was just so surprised because it was definitely more of like a, it was more for them. It wasn't a, it wasn't a thing for us as right. the current members or anything like that. And it was just really cool that in, you, you met so many people who are in different like careers and stuff like that. You're just like, damn, I didn't know he had so many lawyers. Ariel. Is this, is she calling me? Oh, Amber is. Hold up. Hello. Ariel locking her keys in her car. Keys, keys locked in vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on his way. <coughs> well, no, he hasn't left yet. He's he's literally standing. They're just coming. All right, I was gonna steal some of your stuff, but I guess why I won't now. Keys in the trash. What? Well, you're, you're, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> you're breaking up. Uh, 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 uh. Keys in the trash. <laughs>
Where's the? Where's the other one? He's in the room. Oh, good, good. He should be out here too. He's a good guest. Anyway, that kind of sidetracked me. <laughs> That's actually so far. This has been probably the most um, on topic we've stayed. There he is. Yeah, right. there he is. Baby um, Yoda. We all love you, Baby Yoda. You're the reason we live. <laughs> bird up. Bird, big bird. Bird up. Nah, not bird up. That was a lot. Uh, Definitely an experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that you wouldn't expect either is the support. There's right. a bunch of stuff that I went through in college um, on a personal level and just like the stuff that you go through as a young man in college. Right. Like just learning how to, for one, just like deal with alcohol. I think that that's something that a lot of people don't talk about, but I definitely think that it's something that you eventually have to get a handle on. Right. Um, especially if you like do the things that were done, like making drinking sport. Like, and it mm -hmm. was fun. I don't want to make it seem like I'm talking down on it or anything, but I definitely believe that there were some habits that were picked up that maybe necessarily weren't the best. Um, and I think that going back to the original point of just like having that support, of like when you're going through those things, there's anyone I could, I could reach out to anybody that like was in my circle if I needed to and just reach out and be like, hey, here's what's going on. And that's going back to Grada's point. Like I don't, I haven't seen Mike or Brett for, you know, a very long time. Um, but at the same time, I know that if I need to just talk to them at the drop of a dime, I can call those guys up. And be yeah. Like, hey, yeah. On, you know, and so those are things where, like, you maybe lose contact for a while, but, like, you have forever. Right. And I think that that's amazing. That is a really, that's a, yeah, it's a really strong thing to have. Because, yeah, even um, uh, John Wolf and I still connect we don't we don't talk a lot anymore um but we'll we'll just randomly text each other yeah. shit that's going down um after after i got divorced um he reached out and we talked for like a couple hours and things like that which was really nice and um yeah so it's yeah those 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 things i definitely at times i feel like maybe i took for granted a little bit too yeah. like where i'm just like i kind of i miss hat like it is it is something you miss and uh to the i i think I, I'd love to touch more on that point about uh, alcohol too, because you know, I, as a younger, like in high school, I wasn't somebody, and I know I, Sean and I have talked about this. Like we were not, cr well, we were not wild people in high school, kind of a thing. And so, like, college came, and I'm like, okay, now it's my time to like break out and just tr figure all this shit out. And I'm like, to try to do that, and also try to focus on education. That's a hard, that's a hard battle. So like, you were really. Like I, there were definitely my my first year in the fraternity was definitely more of a of a struggle of balancing that um, academic versus fun and right. uh, kind of building of relationships with all these people because I would automatically try to be like oh, I got this thing to do but you know I I can I can squeeze some time in and we'll go do this and we'll. we'll 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 all try. We'll all go to B Dubs for lunch, and I'll skip that class today. It's yeah. not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Man, I, I didn't I didn't show up to psychology much and uh, pass that class with a C. Right. <laughs> and that's the worst when you just 
you don't do the work, you don't put the work in, and you're still like just smart enough to just go ahead and do it. Like that is a trap. Yeah. I fell into that trap, especially freshman year when you get those introductory introductory classes, and it's like, oh, like welcome to college, (laughs) yeah, one oh one, and you like end up with like a four point oh after partying every single night and it's like wow this is college yeah and then that next year happens and it's a slap in the face and it's like oh shit, <laughs> academic probation i yeah i can't i can't i can't keep doing this right. <laughs> right. yeah taking intro classes was always kind of the well and uh, i mean i i have to say I, at this uh it, what was unique being in like the art and design world was it that felt like it coasted <laughs> the whole time, almost in a lot of ways. It was just, it was more time consuming, but it wasn't. There wasn't so much pressure on like having to do like you know tests or like scoring anything. Right. It was That's just more awesome. of like understanding a visual perspective. Like, and and a part of me uh, after I, I after I transferred, that was like probably one of the biggest slaps in the face. Was just like, oh, now I'm in this smaller school, like with one professor who gives a lot of shits about how you do, and and that became like an ultimate, like that compl- completely like turned me over to be like, oh. He really takes this shit seriously, <laughs> and like, he he would tell you when like he was like, yeah, no, this need, you need to keep working on this. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm not used to this. <laughs> no, that's that's for real, man. And one thing I noticed too is like, even it at UMD, and the people that you're around, depending on what college they are a part of inside of UMD, it's like a completely different culture. Right. Because right. like, um, when I initially went to UMD, I went to. I wanted to be a dentist. Like that's what I went to school for. So mm-hmm. I went to the, I got in the dental school program there <clears throat> and uh, I still wanted to get a business degree. Cause I was like, dude, regardless of what I do, I'm going to have to learn business. I want to position myself to have some at least knowledge and I'm not going to waste my money while I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go to like business classes and the vibe over there. And then you go to the science classes and it's like night and day, man. Oh yeah. It's like night and day difference. So yeah you know having like that business degree you can just kind of like coast for sure and yeah. then you go to the, the science school and they're like oh yeah those like i said those no, are the, those are the work here. hard play hard group <laughs> like wade and dan uh tk yeah, man jabs koski tk tk is a freaking pharmacist man i know how much that guy I would, drinks i would not i like if i were to meet him <laughs> on the streets i would be like you're what <laughs> that kid he's so smart man yeah, but it's yeah, but but they like like I said they had I to this day they were easily the ones that I was just like if they have shit to do, they're, they're you can't you're not going to you're not going to get them away from it. Right. But then the second they are done, they're blacked out. Right. <laughs> and like in a to, good healthy way. To see that and just like not just with those guys but like and for me being one of the younger guys when I was involved <clears throat> and just seeing that being a consistent thing. Like, no matter who it was, no matter, like, what your major was, the understanding was, like, we don't have time to just play around and fuck around. Like, we still got to get our stuff done because, like, it's not cool to be dumb. It's right. It's not cool to not get your shit done. It's a and lot so, of money to waste. Right. right. And especially right. for me, like, coming from my background, I remember being in classes and, like, legit hearing people, like, talk about the money that their parents are, like, giving them. And oh, Yeah. And just knowing, like, when I was on academic probation, like, that reality slapped in really quick. It was like, you don't, I'm, I don't have that benefit of being able to fall back on that. So right. I got to get my shit together. And then that in com- combination with, like I said, the people who I see. And then you have people who are in your life that are a part of the fraternity that are like, yo, like, 
what's going on. Like you've been here, and I know you got the spots at this time, and it's like yeah, you never, you never forget those things. Right, right, yeah, and I, I feel like there was that was another thing too that everybody was at least try to keep each other level headed to the to the best that they could. I mean, I know, I know everybody kind of. Every, I, and, it, and it's one of those lessons you learn along the way of like everybody fucks up on that eventually um, and it happens at different times at different stages and uh, that's again like one of those one of the things of just I, I I too like I was not I I just remember like even even to today where I look I'll look at like a student like, like a student loan payment and I'm like fuck should have paid a little more attention that day and just like <laughs> But but I think I think ultimately I don't I and I've said this before too and I'm like even uh, so like I didn't I didn't graduate from Duluth obviously and then when I switched schools uh, my yo- my oldest daughter was born my what what should have been my last semester and then so I was commuting doing that back and forth I finished the design all my design courses and all that and I actually was I. Uh, switching made it even harder to kind of like their curriculums were different and there was like an English like there was like a uh, ironically it was like a communications course or something like that where I'm just like well communications lacking here and uh, I'm trying to get this out of the way and so I never actually I never actually got the degree I just started working in the field so like it so that was always kind of like a it's always kind of one of those things that I think about of like how would I have done I mean I, yeah don't have a child and like get married that young without planning and <laughs> but uh life life kind of like throws shit at you and you just kind of kind of work with it and deal with it um but i i think the the thing that i took from duluth in particular was the idea that it helped me gain like you said some semblance of like okay how much how much time are you spending on drinking and doing things and partying and what does it really mean to you and how does that really do you is this what you want to do forever do you care like is this all you want from life and and those kind of questions uh unfortunately had to come with that heavy price tag but like it and so that's always one of those things for me when i look at when i look at college in general and sometimes those who i think if i were to give advice to people i'm like if you don't know what you want to do spend a little time and just maybe do like don't don't spend all that money don't spend that money find find some time also, tr- but I also think it is good to branch out and be a w- like and be on your own because if you have that safety net all the time, you never are going to grow out of the idea of it, or it t- or it just takes longer. Um, so yeah, the the free fall sucks when you hit the ground hard, but like it's it. I think mm-hmm. it was very it was a very good wake up call, uh, in a lot of ways. And again, it's expensive, but I I For I wouldn't sure. have traded it. I wouldn't have traded it for anything. I would repeat it again easily. Hundred percent. Man, I'll tell you what. One thing I think, I really think young people should do now is they should actually look into see how much college costs. Yes. Like how much it costs, because they give you those ballpark figures. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're going there and they're like, "Yeah, this is what this is going to cost," but you don't take any consideration like housing and travel and groceries no. and all that stuff. For sure. And it's so wild. Yeah, especially now I'm th- I'm 30 and I still have like 15,000 left of student loans and yeah. I've been out of school for eight years now. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'm, I won't share how much I have, but it's a lot. <laughs> but you just like think about how much money you spend and you're like, especially, you know, some people, they just don't actually end up using their degree. Right. Um, in particular, like, you know, you can 
get a degree and then go work in a different place and you get that job because you have a degree. Right. But I mean, I know so many people that didn't do that. And then they're like, oh, wow, like I have, you know, six figures worth of student loans. And yeah. Like, holy crap, man. Like, I, yeah. And that was the thing. I, and that's always the thing, too. Like, I, and even going into it, I was like, I didn't, like, I never went into the career that I wanted because I wanted to make money. <laughs> I yeah. just wanted to do it because I enjoyed it. And so, and when you have that mindset, yeah, that's great if you're passionate about it. But then when you're like, oh, I spent like a six figures to go to school and I'm making like 15 bucks an hour doing what you love. You're like, Oh, maybe I, c- I should have thought that out a little bit more of like, Oh, maybe find cheaper alternatives or, but you're not thinking that ca- the way you're just like, Hey, I got done with high school. Now it's time to go to college. Like everybody wants is saying. And then you just kind of just push, push through. Dude, and that is like the excitement of your life. Yeah. I think people get wrapped, wrapped, up in that yep, right because you're absolutely. like high school everybody does it like you you know you just go through that and yeah. like you make your decisions in high school you know so be which it. is crazy yeah you're 18 years old but you got these get you got these kids like signing on the dotted line for you know 15 20 grand a year yeah and you know there's i don't even think that consideration is there at all i don't think so either you know I, it definitely was not for me it was you're just like this is my future and no price is you know wh- right whatever people justify it with it's it's crazy, man. I, I to this day, my I still love uh, John Mulaney has the best joke, and it's the it's about I, I spent a hundred and twenty thousand twenty a hundred and twenty thousand dollars to learn a language I already spoke. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, we can take a we'll we'll take a quick pause.